If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Wish Police Radio. One of the things that, uh, you know, I've been doing the show for, for a long time now, and it's very easy to get kind of um, stuck in a very Winnipeg-centric mode. I, I feel like, uh, you know, over the course of doing this show, there's so many bands in Winnipeg, and it, it just, like, and I'm here in the city, and it just makes it um, very easy to just be surrounded by that. And, and I often, whenever I venture anywhere outside of, of Winnipeg, it's always kind of... Um, it shouldn't shock me, but it does that there's so many great music scenes happening in like every little community, little and big community in Manitoba outside of the city. So one place that I've been really neglectful of is Brandon. I feel like that, you know, I love Brandon. I've been there a ton of times. Um, I really enjoy the city. There's a lot of cool music and cool art and, and cool things happening there. And I just, because of being so Winnipeg centric, I feel like I ignore it. So um, as I understand it, you're from Brandon. And that seems to be like maybe a good place to start here. What I'm going to do before we get into that is if you want to introduce yourself first and give a bit of background about what you do as an artist. And then I would very much like to talk about Brandon and what it's like being a musician there. Yeah, you bet. So uh, my name is Matt Corey. Um, I'm an independent artist, mostly in the hard rock realm, more or less. Um, I've been playing music for probably, uh, let's just say 15 years. <laughs> um, I've released uh, somewhere close to 10 EPs independently, uh, with a new one coming out uh, this summer titled Ghost Rising, and then I'm just putting the finishing touches on my next EP called Let's Go Downtown, so um, definitely trying to stay as busy as I possibly can with that, but yeah. Well, I do want to ask you about being so prolific too, because I was looking at your website and there's a lot of, you put out a lot of EPs, like, like you said, so I will get into that. But Brandon, I mean, like I said, I, I've, I've been to Brandon, Brandon plenty of times. Um, you know, I've never lived there, but, um, I don't really know much about the music scene. I mean, I know there's a few bars that, that have regular shows and everything like that, but what is it? I've I played a show in Brandon with an old band, like 15 years ago, but I mean, what is it no, like, it, what is it like as a brand, as an artist in Brandon? Um, well, personally, I've found that it really kind of, it's very cyclical, you know, there's, um, I, I've been very fortunate where I've been able to play in a variety of different bands from like an alternative metal band to, I was in a kind of a folky hipster band for a little while okay. to, um, doing like pop rock and stuff. Um, and, and it's cool because there's these, these little clicks everywhere. You know, you got your folky acoustic guys over here. You got your punk and metal guys over here. And you got your cover bands and stuff kind of in the middle. Um, you know, Brandon has been such a great city to, to get started in. 
You know, um, I've often found that the scene is usually very supportive and welcoming to new artists. As long as, you know, you're not a jerk or anything. Of course, yeah. yeah. I think that's anywhere. That probably goes for any city. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it's been cool, though, over the years seeing the scene sort of either evolve or change. Um, I remember when I was first getting started, there were bands uh, uh, like Take With Audio and Effect and Cause. They were kind of these sort of these indie rock type bands that were coming out at the time. And uh, they they were bands that toured um, across Western Canada and stuff. Um, and then when that kind of went away, there, there seemed to be, uh, it got a little more acoustic heavy for a little while. But in the background, you always had these punk and metal shows going on. And um, the one thing that I absolutely love about the Brandon scene for these, like the people that come to these shows are so passionate, man. Like they absolutely love music. And I mean, sometimes you'd play a show where you've got, a, you know, whatever, lots and lots and lots of people there, but you can tell they're not really into it. Yeah. Then you've got those times where you play those shows where there's like 20 people, but you know each one of those people are like following you word for word, right? So um, as a whole, you know, the community has been really cool. Starting from, you know, Crocus Plains High School with their CP Express program where you can literally go to high school to learn how to be in a band. That's pretty cool. Uh, right, you know, um, up into you know, these guys that are in their early 70s that are still slugging it out and playing, you know. Like, if you're a musician, chances are you're going to find somebody that you know that you can you can talk to and relate to. Everybody just seems very you know, friendly and welcoming for the most part. And for me, I worked in a music store in this community for 10 years. So I got to know everybody really quite well, uh, like from all walks of life, you know, whether sure. it's the the older guys or the young guys or whatever. And, um, you know, it, it's it's been really cool to see growth, you know, like a lot of the bands nowadays – um, you saw them when they first started up to where they are now, and maybe they're playing more intricate music, playing in front of more crowd, bigger crowds, I should say. You know, so Brandon as a whole has been pretty cool. I will say Brandon does prefer, you know, what they're familiar with. So, like, you know, if you're in a cover band, you're probably going to do really well. Now, I'm not sure if that's everywhere, but, like, for me, I'm trying to really pump original like you know music that I've, I've created and overall I will say that the city's been very 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 good to me in that regard but if it was me versus the cover band doing the ZZ Top tribute or something <laughs> well, they're probably going to do better than me <laughs> I, I think that that's a thing everywhere I mean I don't understand the appeal of cover bands personally I'd always want to choose the original music over cover band but there's there's an audience for that right like no matter where you go people want to hear the ZZ Top covers or whatever it is and they're they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're because they know it, right? They're taking a risk on someone like you because if they haven't heard you before, what is it? Is it going to be good? Am I going to like it? They know they like ZZ Top, so you know they're they're good there. See, and it's funny because the way that I kind of choose to view it is I almost look at that as a challenge. So it's like, okay, like I need to show these people that my music is worth listening to and that you might like it. Hopefully, yeah, you know, hopefully I can put on a good enough show that. You know, you're sitting there going, holy man, like this guy knows how to whatever, play guitar or this guy can, he's very entertaining or whatever, you know, like it, it it's, it's almost a, like a, 
yeah, it's almost like a challenge where I, I just feel like, okay, I got to work extra hard to win some people over tonight, you know, and, and it's a good feeling. I, I like it anyway. Maybe I'm crazy, but, or maybe we're all <laughs> for that. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but I, I think that like, it's, it's nice that the uh, community is at least willing to um, take a chance on, on, on new artists and on people who are doing original music. Like you said, there's a lot of bands that have, uh, you know, you're seeing them start up and seeing where they progress. And obviously people are supporting that and getting behind it, which is great to see. Great to hear. Yeah, there, there's actually this event that happens a couple of times a year uh, called Locals Only. And I mean, that can be used loosely, but um, basically what it is, is it's, it's you know, a group of, let's just say, 10 artists or maybe five artists, and they all get an opportunity to promote their music. Cool. If they want to do covers, okay, fine. If they want to do all originals, they can do that. And I got to give a shout out to Ken Friedrich for that, because that has brought in so many artists that were sitting at home in their basement, you know, mucking around with their guitar. It's brought them out to the stage and stuff. And I think that is so incredibly awesome, you know? Yeah, it's very cool. Because, I mean, no matter where you go, right, whether it's Brandon or Winnipeg or, or any town or city or village or whatever, there's someone making music in a basement somewhere. Like, there's definitely, you know, that person is there. So it's just a matter right. of, of getting them out, right? And getting them out and saying, hey, look, here's a stage. Go go do it. Right. Have you ever ran into that where you see somebody that, like, you've always known was kind of good and then you actually see them play, like, on a stage and it's like, whoa! Yeah, it's like 30 times better man? than you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? For sure. Yeah, man. For sure. I, I also teach guitar lessons and stuff, too. So, like, when I teach students and stuff, I'm always trying to get them to, like, you know, make a band, you know, get together with guys and jam, write songs, you know, and just see because you just never know who's going to be amazing at it sometimes. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
one last thing on Brandon. My, my one experience playing a show in Brandon, this would have been yeah. like, I don't know, 2007, 2008, something like that. And uh, yeah. it was an all-ages punk show. And I was in this weird punk band that played outer space music. And um, there was a bunch of metal bands on the bill. And, and like, you know, we did okay. Kids kind of liked us. We had a guy in a robot costume that got destroyed <laughs> by, by, by the, uh, like, you know, 15-year-old crowd or whatever. But as soon as the metal band started playing, they were like it was chaos like those kids i don't know if it's still that way but they loved metal like the, the audience for that that one all ages show anyway they were just like so into it and they all looked like like teenage metalheads too which was kind of great <laughs> you know i will say with with the punk and metal scene that brandon has had over the years it kind of fluctuates you know sure. like depending on what bands are still around this city loves punk and metal man i don't know if you've ever heard of the documentary on amazon called Beat city hardcore I, I've been meaning to see it. It's on my list of things to see because I know there's this like really deep hardcore history of shows that happened in Brandon. And it's, I've been meaning to yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like, you know, I had never seen it. And uh, it's a funny story. I, I saw this documentary during COVID and uh, I hadn't written any music in quite some time. I just uninspired, whatever. And I watched this documentary, man, and over the next two days, I wrote this instrumental song that I play live at all my electric shows called Insomnia. Okay. And it's the most outrageous electric guitar song I've ever made that's like, it's very like Joe Satriani-esque. But anyway, my point is, is that, man, that documentary inspires people, man. Like, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I guarantee you're going to, like, gonna want to go play as soon as you're done watching that's it, awesome man. it's really good so but yeah ever since the 90s man like the, yeah you know the punk scene was was kind of bumping for a while and then it kind of went away and then this like metal thing sort of started for a while and uh you know since covid restrictions are gone it i don't think it's as prominent as it once was but I mean, we're getting back to it, right? Like, yeah, things are things are getting a little bit back to normal. Hopefully, hopefully it stays like that. It's <laughs> you never yeah. know, right? But yeah, no yeah. Kidding. So to just completely uh, switch topics here. So, like you said yeah. at the beginning, and like I, I mentioned too, you are very prolific. You have a lot of EPs out. Um, what 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 is the story behind that? Because a lot of people, you know, especially these days, right? The way that that music is consumed, a lot of people release a couple singles and then put out an album. But you seem to be like EP after EP after EP in like four a year and stuff. Why EPs? And why so well, many? Well, you know, it, it, it's funny with that. I I originally really started pumping out EPs actually back in 2017. Um, and I, I used to have an instrumental project that I called Engines of Creation, where it was all just instrumental guitar with drums and bass and maybe keyboards and stuff in okay. the background. But anyway, um, when inspiration hits me, like as a songwriter, man, I just run with it until like I've got nothing left. <laughs> so typically what would happen is over the course of a week, let's just say, um, I would manage to pump out like four or five songs and I found EPs, you know, four or five tunes, like that's hopefully enough time to keep somebody's attention. You know what I mean? Sure. Sometimes an album can be too long. Um, I find, you know, three, four or five songs, maybe give or take a little bit. I find that's just right to get my, my, my point across, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Each each EP that I've done, uh, they've all had a theme to them. So, like, um, in 2019, I started uh, releasing solo music under my own name with me singing and everything. And, um, you know, like, I have an acoustic EP. Um, 
you know, I've got uh, Concrete Jungle is another one that's like supposed to be way heavier right. than all the other ones. You know what I mean? So um, I, I just love the idea of building a discography too. You know what I mean? Like seeing like, you know how like, man, I have a terrible memory. I can't remember anything. You give me one of those EPs. I'll be like, oh yeah, I was sitting here doing that at that day. And it's like a snapshot in time. Right. And it, um, it, every time I put one of those EPs on and I listen back to it, it's like, like it takes me back to a place in my life. And I just, I love the idea of having that, you know, yeah. like one or two songs here or there, like there's nothing wrong with that either. Don't get me wrong. But I, I've just, I've always been a big fan of the the EP just because, you know, it's, it's reasonably short, but it's still long enough where you get your, your point across, you know? Yeah, that makes sense.
I can I can definitely relate to like I, I, as someone who I've never really I don't think I will ever either delved into the whole streaming thing. Like I still listen exclusively to physical music unless nice. I'm listening on like Bandcamp or something for, for an interview on this podcast. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I have like this ridiculously huge collection of, of tapes and CDs and records of, of, of local stuff. And the exact same thing happens. I pick up, pick up, pick up a tape out of the shelf and it's like, Oh, I remember getting this at whatever show in 1998 at the West End cultural <laughs> center or whatever. Right. And it, it totally yeah. does that. Like having that in front of you and in your ears, it, it totally brings up, the music has that connection, I think, with a lot of people where you, you remember the everything around that piece of music. Right? Man, I've, like, it's funny you mentioned the CD thing. I, I do listen to streaming now, but, like, man, I have these, like, shelves in my basement, dude. I've probably got, like, I don't know, maybe five or six hundred CDs on the wall, you know? And I've always been somebody that when I, when I listen to an artist, like, I listen to the album. For sure, me know? too, yeah. I, like the you know you can hear the really commercial songs versus the not so commercial songs maybe the little interludes or whatever they might have in between you know i i love that idea i just think it's so cool and i don't think we appreciate that as much today as as people did say whatever 20 years ago and whatever and that is what it is but like i i love albums man they, yeah me too are, yeah well, it's, I think it's part of part of the way even things are programmed now is different too, right? People aren't aren't making a track list with the idea that someone's going to sit down and listen to it front to back anymore. They're 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 thinking of it in the context of you know people are going to hear one song from here, one song from the middle, one from the end randomly in a mix of everything else, and and so how do you kind of appeal to that listener when you don't know if they're? I, I, that kind of makes sense what you're saying about EPs too, right? You have a short amount of time to grab them. And so you got to make sure that that it's it's something that's going to give them enough of an idea of who you are and, and what your sound is to 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 stick in their heads. Exactly. Yeah. And like when I make an EP, typically, let's just say there's five songs. You know, like when I go into sort of the writing process of those five tunes, like um, you know, for for this this let's go downtown EP that I'm just kind of wrapping up before I send it away to get mixed and mastered. Yeah. I've got big, heavy opener, right? Like just in your face, balls to the wall, big rock song. The second song is, it, it'd be a great second song to see live. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the third song on it is, it's almost got this like sympathy for the devil-esque, you know, kind of groove thing okay. to it. Fourth song, it's like, all right, no, let's bring it back. Let's Let's keep rocking and have this fun. And then the fifth song is a ballad, you know? So like, each tune on it like kind of has its own personality i guess like they don't necessarily stick together and that's another reason why i love eps so much is that you know uh i have an ep called spearhead where there's like five songs again two epic like kind of ballads on it you know two big heavy rockers and then this really progressive sounding track you know yeah. and it's just cool having like I don't know. I go into it going like, okay, I'm going to make my song that sounds like Rush or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going to be my main inspiration for this tune. I'm not ripping them off by any stretch, but right, it's right. like, you know, maybe I'll just use a bunch of goofy time signatures and, uh, I don't know, put some course on my Strat or something, <laughs> you know? But yeah. So anyway, like I love EPs. I, Actually, ironically, lately I've been releasing um, singles, yeah. uh, but they're all coming from this this EP that's going to be out later this summer. So 
Um, so far, I've released two uh, tracks from the Ghost Rising EP. Okay. I released the title track, and then there's a song called Lit Up and Out of Line that has come out as well. And uh, it's been interesting releasing just singles from it. I've never actually done that before. And then when I release the whole EP to have them kind of released again, it'll be interesting to see how it works. I, I've never really done this before. But well, maybe that's, be maybe that's a good a good segue into the, uh, you know, you have all these EPs and yeah. you're, you're still making more, you got more on more. Oh, on yeah. um, oh man. <laughs> how do people find this stuff? I mean, if someone's hearing about you for the first time, especially because a lot of listeners are in Winnipeg, right? I mean, that's kind of the main yeah. audience here. So if someone maybe hasn't been out to Brandon, hasn't, 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 hasn't heard of you before. How do they find your music? What's the best way to, uh, to check out what you're up to? Yeah. So you can find all my music on pretty much any streaming platform, yeah, streaming platform of choice. So whatever, Apple Music, Spotify, you name it, I'm on there. If you just type in Matt Corey, you'll see this bald head show up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> you can find me on there. And uh, yeah, I, I greatly appreciate everybody that checks out the music. Seriously, thank you very much for that. Um, the more plays and the more feedback and stuff I get, the better. It just means that the next release is going to be better and better, you know. So hopefully. Yeah.
you know, this is a podcast. Someone could hear it the day it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now. And by then, maybe you have eight more EPs. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Well, so, yeah. Who knows, right? Where, where oh, can people kind of follow? Even... Uh, where can people follow what you're up to as far as you know potential shows coming up and and releases and things like that? Uh, is there like a where would you point them online to sort of keep track with uh, upcoming events and and all that? Yeah. So if you want to know more about me, um, you can find me on Facebook under Matt Corey Music, Instagram under Matt Corey Music, uh, TikTok, I believe it's Matt Corey Three. Okay. And um, those are kind of the main ones that I keep most current. I have a website as well where you can check out all my music and whatnot. MattCoreyMusic.com. Pretty pretty simple and easy, but awesome. Yeah. And then do you have anything, uh, you know, for people who are listening when this comes out, do you have any, any upcoming shows in the next uh, few weeks or months? Yes. So I actually got the email today that I am going to be taking part in the Road to RFM. Oh, cool. On June 2nd at the Rec Room uh, in Winnipeg. And I could not be more thrilled. I've played at Rock in the Fields a few times in the past with different bands, but I've never played there um, as a solo artist. Right. So, you know, I'm not really going in there like to like win anything. I just want to kind of do the whole experience with all these great bands and stuff. So um, that's going to be happening right away. Um, uh, we're actually currently planning out a few more shows. I was actually at the the Tap House this past weekend, um, and that was with like Pure Entry, uh, Ramskull, and okay. Lost Airmen, I believe. And uh, let me just make sure I get their names right before I. Uh... Here we go. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting everyone's anyway, whatever. It was actually for the Manitoba Loud Music Awards. Right. Uh, it was their fundraiser. And uh, yeah, man, it was so much fun. So we're going to be booking a show there in September. Um, what else do we have coming? So um, I also have a few other groups that I play with, and I'm going to be all around Brandon, Westman, Winnipeg and stuff. I'm just trying to play as much as I possibly can right now. So, um, But, yeah, uh, this coming Friday, I'm going to be at Lady of the Lake. In Brandon? Um, in Brandon for their Salamander Fest launch party. Oh, cool. Uh, there, there's a festival starting up in Brandon. Uh, it's going to be July 21st to the 23rd. And um, I'm actually going to be headlining the Saturday night. So I'm pretty stoked about that. We're going to um, have a great time doing some of this new electric music uh, for Brandon, which I haven't really had a chance to, to show <laughs> some people. So that's going to be cool. But lots of gigs coming up. EP is going to be released uh, later this summer. And, um, yeah, I hope that kind of no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm I, glad, glad to hear you're busy too. I mean, you're, it's, it's nice to it's nice to see that people are back to to being able to play shows and do things like this and just be kind of out there again because it's it's been so long since uh, bands from anywhere have been able to actually do this now. So it's nice to see that uh, it's everything's for now opened up and <laughs> it's right? happening again. Yeah. Oh, you know, dude, it's so funny because like I, I find that when I haven't played a show for a while, I just start to get kind of grouchy <laughs> like, for like no reason, just kind of like irritable and just kind of crabby. And, and then I'll go play a show. And then like for the next like couple of weeks, I'm just like floating around all happy and stuff. But, Until it wears um, off and you got to do it again. That's right. That's exactly it. Man. And like right now, dude, I'm still like riding a high from this past weekend, man. That was so much fun at the tap house, man. I had a blast. 